The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk and Built by Nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and Facebook. And get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's back. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to, the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show i'm sitting here sitting over there at michigan control making a sound good today celebrating his 57th birthday happy birthday to the man that i was convinced at age eight was the greatest pitcher that ever lived happy birthday to doug drayback <laughs> he might have been uh university of houston a couple things go a little differently maybe victoria st joseph's he was maybe, awesome maybe maybe <laughs> young in pittsburgh first four through the door daniel agnew levi nebush Matt McSpadden and Andrew, Andrew Christensen. What's up, y'all? And sitting to my right, the old Twitter interface to my new Twitter <sighs> interface, our West African prince, Fishmail Johnson. Man, it sucks. So <laughs> I never use web Twitter. Almost never. Uh-huh. Like, I'm all I'm pretty much exclusively TweetDeck guy. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to switch over after this last yeah. update. Because this is really bad. TweetDeck's good. Uh, we use Hootsuite for the DCTF account to mm-hmm. schedule tweets uh, and stuff like that. But uh, in any case... It's good to have you back, buddy. I know you're back from Houston. Uh, I mean, so am I. Yeah. Right. But like <laughs> you especially. Is what the, I am also back. Let's put, let's yeah. put it this way. If the TFTers were, if we were to put it up to a vote mm-hmm. and say, hey, only one of the three guys is coming back from Houston. Yeah. You're winning that vote. <laughs> I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a question. I mean, you're the maybe most, you're the most likable. I, I guess. That's, I mean, but it's exactly also like, it's that's, also like, there's no show if you don't come back. Oh yes, because like, I'm not keeping this train going by myself. No, there's not a show. <laughs> so they might want. We've you already. If I get hit by a bus. Well, this brings up a good point because we've already started talking about this. You're gone next week. I am gone next week, and then I'm gone the week after. Yeah. Mm. Not for all of it though. Now I can, but I know how. But to, you can run the computer. I can run the computer. So if you want to play some interviews and answer some questions, BFD. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But if you're not here, that means I don't have a host to kick it to, which means I don't want to run this computer and host it, which means. I may not do a show. <laughs> Today is Thursday, July 25th, 2019. 126 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 789. 789, Mike Epstein's OPS into the Lester's Texas Rangers career and Washington Senators, 1967 to 1973. One of the guys who made the move from Washington to DFW. Yeehaw. On today's show, guys, we're going to recap our last week and where we've been. Um, I'll tell you, spoiler alert, we were in Houston for the THSCA Coaching School and Convention. We'll talk all about our experiences down there. Then, back half of the show, two things. We've got this week in Cruton. Uh, we recorded it yesterday with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. We will talk about all sorts of things recruiting, including big commitments for both Texas and Texas A&M. And then... Brent Holman already volunteering to host next week, by the way. And then we will say we'll have an exit interview for uh, one of our interns uh, coming up here at the very, very... Uh, end of the show but first we were for the past week more or less um in houston yep uh, last saturday we drove down we ho- all hopped in an irresponsible number of cars and drove down i-45 
to beautiful, crime-free scenic Houston for the THSEA, the 87th annual THSEA Coaching School and Convention. Uh, more than 13,000 coaches. It was closer to 14 than 13,000. It's a new record for THSEA Coaching School and Convention, which is saying something because traditionally, historically, if you look at the data, the data, um, <laughs> then you then San Antonio mm. tends to draw a little bit better than Houston. So this was a huge, huge turnout uh, for the THSEA Coaching School and Convention, the 87th annual uh, edition. Um, we, you guys started it off mm-hmm. on Saturday night by going to a soccer match. Yep. You guys went to, it was at NRG, right? Yeah, it was at NRG. It was Bayern Munich versus Real Madrid for the International Champions Cup, I believe is what the whole It's just basically like an off-season. It's, it's a preseason tour of a bunch of top clubs in the world. Uh, there's, it takes place here in America. There's some part, there's some legs in China and Singapore. Mm-hmm. And so um, some of the big clubs were, yeah. So, They're just big money makers. Yeah, exactly. And so how was the Bayern and Madrid match? Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, we had a great seating area. And we, the first half was awesome because mm-hmm. they played basically their starting 11s, which was kind of, unex, I don't want to unexpected, but it was pretty cool to see them at full strength, essentially. And then second half, Bayern still had some firepower on the bench and Real Madrid basically just played all the kids and they got smoked. I believe it was 3-0 Bayern Munich uh, mm-hmm. final score. So, uh, but no, it was a lot of fun. Uh, packed house too, about 60,000 people. Wow. Yeah. About, looked like about 50,000 were Real Madrid. So awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. fun. Uh, and then Sunday, the coaching school got going. Uh, we had our big booth there at the uh, on the convention floor, the George R. Brown Convention Center. Um, a, a huge booth. Uh, and again, a shout out to our operations director, Chandra Lancaster, who was able to um, put together... Uh, the biggest, silliest booth we've had yet. Yeah. We had, um, we had a, a quadrant for Dave to go over there and sign magazines for all the people, all of his fans. Uh, he signed a bunch of magazines. Um, and then we had a quadrant to record interviews. Mm-hmm. And then we had basically like a coach's lounge. Mm-hmm. And coaches were just hanging out. That part I didn't expect. I yeah. didn't anticipate. I figured we'd kind of take over. I mean, we'd be doing stuff, just mm-hmm. uh, content stuff or, you know, sales stuff throughout the whole booth. But, yeah, we had like three tables set up, three little fold-out tables and some lawn chairs out there. And uh, uh, our good friends at Hellas gave us turf. Yes. <laughs> we actually had turf and pylons and uprights. Goal posts. <laughs> yeah. It was, was kind of wild. <laughs> Um, and so we we sold we, we gave a lot of magazines away to head coaches, sold a bunch of magazines and books and stuff like that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But then um, we also had the other side of it, which was the editorial side of it, where we mm-hmm. were doing interviews. And I mean interviews. A 57 lot. of them. 57. And we've already got a pretty good question. Do you know off the top of your head who you think was the most entertaining interview? Boy. Cornell Thompson at West Orange Stark was pretty funny. Cornell Thompson's always fun. You and Coach Danaher from Cowan were both a little too pleased with yourselves, like you always are when you we, talk to each other. Yeah, we've – Coach Danaher and I have a very special relationship. It's a little, um, bit, it's a little bit too much. Uh, that was fun. I enjoyed talking with um, Joseph Sam at uh, yeah. Fort Penn mm-hmm. Hightower. That was fun. He was a lot of fun. Yep. Um, I enjoyed – I really like talking with everybody. And the thing is, we talk with people from all over the state. All over the state. From the Valley to El Paso. El Paso. uh, We had, I think we did three interviews with El Paso coaches, including our 4A Coach of the Year uh, at San Ali, Mm -hmm. um, uh, Ray Aguilar Jr. He stopped by. 
Um, but that was, uh, we talked with Mark Torres at El Paso Pebble Hills. Uh, we talked uh, with all sorts of folks from all most, over the state. Brent Holman has a good question. Mm-hmm. Who's the most unexpected interview? And I, I would have to say it's probably Texas State head coach Jake Spavital who yeah. came by the booth and sat down with Shahan. We, we had a great sit down with Jake Spavital. Shahan J. Raj uh, sat down with him. We also had Frisman Jackson from the Baylor staff. Mm-hmm. Rhett Lashley Rhett from Lashley the SMU staff. SMU. Kevin Kane as well from yep. the SMU yes, staff. Yes, Kevin Kane. Yep. Um, those guys came on through, and that was a lot of fun. No, we had some some college interviews. And you know who else surprised us? Who's that? A&M Commerce head coach David Bailiff. Oh, David Bailiff. that was a good one, yeah. Our yeah. buddy David Bailiff, formerly of Rice, now of Texas A&M Commerce, stopped by. We had a great sit-down interview with him. All those guys were a lot of fun, and, 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 and the thing is, again, we just it spanned the state. It was just, like, stunning. We would talk to a guy from up in the panhandle and then talk to a guy. Um, I think the thing that struck me most was that we talked, I think, back-to-back, with Ray Aguilar at San Elizario, who's 27. And then I'm fairly certain that the next interview we did was with, like, Denny Faith of Albany, who is not 27. <laughs> He's approaching his 300th win. So, or, how, or how about the back-to-back of uh, Thompson, Danaher, and then Casey Black? Yeah, yeah. Casey <laughs> Black. I mean, that is like, yeah. you want to talk about, like, he was, he two was like, OG, oh, I got to follow those like guys. Two OGs <laughs> and then, like, one of the newest guys on the block. Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun, and, and we really appreciate the coaches com- uh, coming by the booth and saying hi to Dave and, and stopping by letting us pester them for interviews. Those are going up kind of – sporadically over the course of the I, next day I, or so. I'll tell you folks, I am oh. doing my best. Yes, it's 57 interviews. And by the way, these <laughs> interviews are not like three minutes. No. Each of these interviews are like 7, 8, 10, 14 there's, minutes. There's a couple, yeah, that are like 12 or 13 minutes. And yeah. so as a result, those take a little bit of time to edit. Right. So they will check our YouTube page. We'll also have them up on TexasFootball.com. And we will be tweeting uh, and Facebooking yes. and all that stuff. You'll see. So them. keep an eye out. And then we will replay uh, a handful of them here on the show over the coming weeks, mm-hmm. I am sure. Um, next week, uh, the week I'm go- the week that I am gone, I am sure Tepper will play many of those interviews for you guys on this show because sure he's will. a glutton for punishment. Won't sure take the am. days off when I'm gone like I do. Um, but yeah, you guys will see a lot of them. We'll find as many ways as possible to get them to you. Um, I will say one of the funniest things. This has uh, nothing to do with the interview itself necessarily, but one of the funniest things that happened is Ember Keith from Abernathy. Mm. Big was fan this of interview show. one? This big fan of the show. This yes. is this, that's that's only part of it. Big fan of the show. She submitted questions for the Wheel of Questions, mm-hmm. um, including what is your spirit animal, Good which question. was a great question. Fun question. Great question. First coach to sit down in the chair Sunday morning, Daryl Daly, Abernathy, mm-hmm. and he spins the wheel, and where does it land? Spirit animal. Yes. So that was pretty crazy. That was like uh, a very weird TFT moment. So shout out to Ember. You're awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly, we were meant to find you with this show because uh, the first interview was uh, a bit serendipitous. We also had um, – it, it was just a great time down there. But the, the other the, – there's kind of an, another side to the event too, which is what happens off the convention floor. Uh, we, had a, uh, we had a happy hour mm-hmm. with a number of our favorite coaches who stopped by and um, enjoyed some beverages. And that's always, to me, the most fun part of coaching school is, like, just chopping it up with coaches. Mm-hmm. And, like, the sit-down interviews are great. And, and what we love about, high school, about interviewing high school coaches is they are very candid. Right. But at the same time, there's a different conversation when you're just, you know, shooting the breeze. Yeah. And that's the most fun part of this. Um, it, w- it was just great. And, and well, what's so weird about that event, not weird, weird and wonderful, is you will just be sitting there 
and you'll just spot a guy and be like, oh, there's a guy that I've just like talked about a lot. For yeah. example, if you listen to, there's a new episode of Tep and Step, uh, right. our premium high school football podcast, uh, which is up on texasfootball.com or in feeds for insiders. Uh, Step and I are sitting there doing our interview, and at some point Step goes, Hey, there's Tim. Like, this is on the air, by the way. It's in the podcast. He goes, oh, there's Tim Buchanan talking with Hugh Sandifer. And it's like, oh, there's only like, I don't know, 400 wins between those two guys. Yeah. Like, it, it, that's always the most, the weirdest part is like you look up, yeah. you go, oh, there you are. Well, right and, there. and also just the sheer number of coaches that come by and we just can't interview them. That's mm-hmm. when they're available. Yeah. We got three guys lined up and yes. we can't talk to them. Mm-hmm. I know Phil Vaney, big Shadow Creek fan, asked if we had time to talk to Brad Butler. We talked to him at our booth, but we didn't get a chance to interview him. I talked mm-hmm. with him and yeah. his his lovely wife. They were about to get interviewed by Fox. Fox yeah. was up doing uh, interviews for, for stuff for Texas football days and things like that. And I talked with him and his lovely wife, and I asked his wife, the first time I'd met her, um, the most important question, which yeah. was, did you see any of this coming? All of that. And she had some response along the lines of like the first game we were cheering for first downs because we really weren't sure if we were going to score touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, that is awesome. And, and uh, so we, we did get to talk. And that's the great thing is like, for example, um, John Fish at Bonham. I ran yeah. him a couple times. We were just chatting it up, but we just, you know, we didn't have an opportunity to, to sit down and, and, and talk with him. Yeah. And that's okay because we. Oh, got, we actually did. Oh, Step sat down with him. Oh, never mind. Yeah, see, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> see, he stepped, stepped at about half of them. I did another, yeah. you know, less than half of them. Yeah. And then Shahan did some too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun down We there. had to have Coach Fish on right after Jeff Rayburn so that they could both uh, talk S about each other. Yeah, talk S about mm-hmm. each other's lifting games. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Coach Rayburn asserting that. Uh, Coach Fish has chicken legs. Yes. Uh, off camera. There was a there was a uh, there was a, an accusation of, chicken of skipping leg day. Yeah. Skipping leg day, uh, but also and uh, uh, I think uh, Coach Rayburn admitted that he hadn't worked out that morning, which was appalling. He did. I asked him what time he yeah. woke up this morning to work out, and he goes, "Actually, Didn't this is like this today. is like noon." I was like, "Oh, he's like, actually, I haven't worked out." And there is an audible gasp <laughs> across the room. It was amazing. <laughs> and then there's one other thing, and, and then we'll move on to this week in recruiting. There's one other thing I want to touch on, and it was like the last thing we did. Uh, we, we, we had a, a part with a partnership with uh, our friends at Reps VR. <laughs> oh, yeah. Reps VR uh, is a virtual reality football tool. And essentially the idea is – and. The, they use they can use it for everybody, but they were using it specifically for the quarterbacks for their demo of uh, the idea of you put on the the virtual reality headset and you're able to see coverages happening and you have to like call out the coverages. Um, it's a remarkable technology, and for some reason, they decided to partner with us and ask me to do a demo of this. And it went hilariously. It was pretty great. <laughs> so we'll have that up at some point. That's yeah. being edited right now. Um, but it was it was just a lot of fun to, to see that. There was the coaches panel, uh, the FBS coaches panel. All 12 FBS coaches were there. Um, John J. Roger got great access to a number of different guys, um, including the Jake Spavitol sit-down interview. Um, and, yeah, and we ate good. Yep. We ate at, um, where did we go, Sunday night? Spanish flowers. That was Spanish flowers. Yeah, and then Monday we were we had our happy hour, and then I got pineapped by um by Craig Way. Craig Way pulled up in his truck. That's true. He goes, "Hey, top, 
You don't come to the house of pies? And I just like hop the fence and you, abandon you the party. Literally, you literally, I didn't even like I didn't even like look at you guys. I was like, no, see ya. You hadn't even finished your drink. You no, I was like, down. you just I'm left like, it at the table and ran. See ya. I'm uh, out of here. And then Craig Craig was like, There's room in the truck. Everyone. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I'm I'm good. <laughs> right. The house of pies is great, guys. Yeah. It's it really is. good. Yeah. Uh, a great time as always down there with THSCA coaching school and convention. We'll have the interviews up at TexasFootball.com. Beyond be besides that, by the way, there was the announcements or two announcements. One State championship games for 2020 announced by the UIL will be at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. That's noteworthy, but we'll talk about that down the road. Secondly, the next three coaching schools. Do you guys see this? Yeah. The next mm-hmm. three coaching schools. San Antonio. San Antonio. So, Alamo City, we're coming for you next year. It's yeah. always fun and down the year there. after. And the year after. Yes. It's always fun down there at the THSEA Coaching School and Convention. We appreciate them uh, letting us come and be a small part of that really, really fun event. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com. Talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Check out texasfootball.com slash insider to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. One other thing we did down there at THSEA Coaching School and Conventions, we had our annual big in-season content planning meeting we got big plans for insiders. A lot of great content coming for insiders. Now is the best time to do it. TexasFootball.com slash insider. You get two magazines and a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. $19.95 plus shipping and handling for the first year. $24.95 plus shipping and handling each year after that. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Yesterday, uh, Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete was in to do our weekly weekly segment of This Week in Recruiting. Talk about the biggest news and notes on the recruiting trail from across the state. Here's our conversation with Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete here on Texas Football Today. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Recruiting. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete joining us. Follow him on Twitter at Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at D one Powers, you are back from THSCA Coaching School and Convention as well. Uh, how was your trip to Houston? It was awesome. A lot of uh, great coaches stopped by the Next Level Athlete booth and a lot of great strides being made, I think, on the recruiting landscape with straight-line recruiting. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome to hear a lot of the state's best coaches speak as well when I had time to slip away and go out and listen to that. Both college and high school coaches, a lot of a lot of great coaches in our state that players have the chance to play for. Yeah, it's a lot of fun and, and uh, a who's who there at the THSEA Coaching School and Convention. Uh, but while you were there... It's not like recruiting took a break. It does never. It never takes a break. And and we've got some some big news to get to. Let's let's get to our uh, our this week in recruiting. You can find it at texasfootball.com. Our prospect on the rise. Let's start uh, a guy that you said before we started recording is one of your favorite quarterbacks in the state to watch. Yeah, definitely. Richmond Foster, twenty twenty quarterback Ryan Stubblefield picked up his first FBS offer uh, this week from Kent State. Um, and a guy that I know you have a lot of good things to say about. And guess what his nickname is? Stubb. Stubby. Stubby! Even better. What a great nickname he has. Yeah, quarterback named Stubby. I like he, it. His highlight tape is a, a lot of fun to watch, too. Um, he, we kind of talked a little bit about his game in, in this week in recruiting the article version at mm-hmm. Texas Football Today uh, slash recruiting. Um, he's built like a tank. But he has an absolute cannon for an arm. And I feel sorry for some of the high school kids that 
try to tackle him as well in the open field. And watching him in the state 7-on-7 tournament as well, he struggled in the first game. But after he started clicking with his receivers and getting things going, uh, they started playing a lot better. So he's one of those guys who the team leans on. And if they want to advance past Shadow Creek in the playoffs this year, which I think that that's like the likely scenario, speaking with you before the show, that could still play out in the playoffs is, is another matchup between Foster and Shadow Creek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stubblefield is going to be the guy that probably gets him over that hump. That's going to be an intriguing matchup that we're going to get twice this year. Correct? Yeah, there's a very good chance that we get, uh, we get that twice. And by the way, I mean, you're talking about a guy in, um, you know, that – that was the uh, first team all district quarterback uh, there in a a district that is full of really good quarterbacks right. at Angleton at, and at Shadow Creek. Now Jamarian George was the district offensive MVP, but but still, this is a guy who who put up numbers and a guy who really is instrumental in making that Richmond Foster offense go. You can tell by watching that offense that when he is locked in, that whole offense is just really hard to stop. The kind of guy who it it trickles down uh, to the running backs and the receivers and the offensive line. When he's playing well, everybody's playing well. And he's one of those guys who I could see going to an FBS school like a Kent State or ULM or ULL, Mm -hmm. somewhere like that. But he's also the type of guy I could see going to a Grambling and being the player of the year in that conference at some point. So I think he has a decision to make on what level he wants to play at now that he has an FBS option. Uh, But – you know, even Abilene Christian has offered him as well in yeah. state. So, does he want to stay in state, or would he want to go up to play to school in in Ohio in the MAC? I mean, that's a decision decision he's going to have to make. But wherever he goes, he's they're going to get a great teammate teammate and a guy who can lead that offense. Absolutely. Uh, let's get to our commit of the week, and this was uh, this was big doings, big news on, on yeah. recruiting Twitter. Uh, I think something that got telegraphed, something <laughs> we had a we had a decent idea might be coming down the pike. Uh, it's Haynes King, the quarterback from uh, Longview 2020, a five-star uh, quarterback, according to Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Next Level Athlete. Uh, basically, it, it sounded like Haynes King, the, the, the quarterback for Longview, it was down to A&M in, in Tennessee. We heard he was calling an A&M lean. Well, right. he pulled the trigger this week. Uh, Haynes King is going to be an Aggie, and, and plain and simple, this is just a mammoth, mammoth get for Jimbo Fisher. And doing some research as... You know, we've gotten ready for the show today and just looking back at some of the past quarterback rankings. He's the third five-star quarterback that I've rated in the past five, six years with Mm -hmm. Kyler Murray and Jarrett Stidham. And as a matter of fact, doing high school rankings in the state of Texas all the way back to 2010, if you stacked all those guys up side by side, Haynes King is now the highest rated quarterback that I've ever rated, which is is really saying something. Um, And – not to put any pressure on myself for rating him that high. We really want him to be a great player in college based around that fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he has that type of upside. Mm-hmm. And he's a guy who I think compares favorably to a Kellen Mond. Um, but watching Kellen Mond when he played in San Antonio and then for IMG Academy, I think Haynes King, who has an upside that similarly projects as Kellen Mond would, I think he's a bit more refined. Um, and he has an even higher upside Kellen Mond than Kellen Mond does on the field as a leader uh, and a potential NFL player, I think, one day if things develop correctly for him in Jimbo Fisher's offense. I made this point on, on Twitter, um, and, and I, I surprise, surprise, it got misconstrued. Uh, <laughs> so let me just let me put it out there again. Haynes King, I think, is a tremendously physically gifted quarterback. Uh, right. He's got a great arm. He's, he's accurate. He's a guy who's really uh, who's got all the tools that you want. Uh, he's I, he's a good runner. Uh, he can do a little bit of everything. The point I made 
is the thing that impresses me most about him is between the ears. Right. Uh, th- there are guys that you can watch that you know by play two. Oh, this is a coach's kid. This is a kid who has grown up around the game. Haynes King is that guy. That is the thing for me that stands out. Yes, like he doesn't have the strongest arm I've ever seen. He doesn't have the most accurate arm I've ever seen. He's got a great collection of tools. And then when you add into that a football IQ that he brings to the table, I mean, he's really special. And don't overlook a winning pedigree. Yes, sir. You know, that's something that's not easily easy to come by. Uh, and I don't like to always point at what these guys do in camps and shorts or uh, not in pads. But watching him side-by-side side at the Elite 11 with some of the other top quarterbacks in the country, he was clearly at, at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. There were other guys there who were great. Of course they are. It's one of the most elite quarterback camps in the entire country. Uh, but side-by-side, side, Haynes was at the top of that list, in my opinion, from watching them at the opening at the Elite 11. And he has it proven mm-hmm. in the pads, which you're saying that's a one-two combo right. when it comes to recruiting and uh, projections. That's, that's, that's important. It's, it's, it's got to be both. Like, right. if, you look great, if you look great in, uh, in, in the, the T-shirt and shorts, that's, that's really good. Right. Nobody's saying that's not good. But when you look good both there and in the pads, that's exactly. when something special. Yep. Our underclassman of the week is a guy we've, we've known the name pretty much since he was a freshman. Uh, he is entering his junior season as Katie Taylor offensive tackle. Uh, Hayden Connor out of the 2021 class. He makes a very early verbal commitment to the University of Texas. Uh, a junior, meaning he's probably, I mean, he's probably 17, right? Yeah, 16. He's, probably, he's either 16 or 17. 6'6", 310 pounds. Uh, and, and you guys say they're at next level athlete, and I tend to agree. True tackle. Guy who's just who's built to be a left or right tackle there um, for the Longhorns. Played left tackle as yeah. a freshman against 6A yeah. competition. And Katie Taylor, I'll, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, has had great offensive and defensive linemen mm-hmm. that he's matched up with in practice over the last couple of years as well. Braden Mowry is a guy who you got to match up with that signed with Texas A&M every day. So he, has, he also has what you're looking for and has proven it on the field. I personally think right tackle would be – the spot for him Mm -hmm. in college he's a road grader he has that nasty streak uh can really set the edge but he has a basketball background and that really shows through on film so he could also play left tackle but i just envision him as a trent williams-esque type of guy at right tackle in the big 12 a guy who can really get up the field and make blocks on the second level or collapse down on a defensive end and uh, allow a guy like you know, Keontae Ingram will probably be gone by the time he's playing, but a Keontae Ingram type to mm-hmm. get out to the edge and make some big-time plays. Well, and you, you mentioned something really interesting on TexasFootball.com, that Connor is one of the top offensive linemen in the state, regardless of class. Definitely. Now, this is a guy that if he were in the 2020 class, if he were a senior, I mean, he'd be in serious consideration for the, for the, uh, for the super team. Yeah, definitely, and he, he's a guy who plays next to another top offensive lineman in Bryce Foster, who is an offensive guard projection, mm-hmm. who also happens to be, I think, a Texas lean and grew up a Texas fan. So, could that Katie Taylor duo one day be playing side-by-side at the University of Texas? Could be likely, and Texas Longhorn fans will be pretty happy, I think, if that happens, because he's another top-rated guy in the state, regardless of class. Yeah, it's a big get there for the University of Texas 2021 uh, offensive lineman Hayden Connor out of Katie Taylor. Finally, let's get to our recruit of the week, uh, a name that you probably know, but may may not be even the most notable player on his own team. Uh, it's Chris <laughs> Thompson, the safety out of Duncanville. Um, he uh, six two one ninety five. I see an error in the article yeah. that I'll fix right now. Um, 
Thompson is has offers from probably all 130 FBS teams. I mean, at this point, it, it, it really may be that case. He said he's going to announce on August 1st. It sounds like it's between Auburn, Ohio State, USC, and Texas for his services. Right. Uh, we've got him number eight in the DCTF 100 on texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And uh, look, if you liked what Duncanville's defense did last year, and you should, they were really good, Chris Thompson's a big reason why. And uh, a player who didn't care to sacrifice his self either to make a move into the box and play linebacker, even though he projects himself as a safety on the next level. I kind of project him as a safety on the next level as well. I know that there's a hot debate out there whether he'll play outside linebacker or safety once he arrives in college. And I think that'll be all about fit and scheme. I think if he plays in the Big 12, he could potentially play that hybrid safety outside linebacker role. If he plays in the SEC, he could potentially be a true safety Pac-12 uh, same thing as Big 12, Big 10, same thing as SEC. So he's got a, he's got those four conferences basically in a de facto top four. He hasn't named a top school list really yet, um, but we watch, we're watch. we watching what he does. He's taking an official visit to Ohio State. He's taking an official visit to USC. And, of course, uh, Quindon Jackson has already made a verbal commitment to the University of Texas, which sits in a really good spot, I think, to land Chris right now. As a matter of fact, we just – published a story before we went on the air, the fearless predictions on the top mm-hmm. 10 uncommitted prospects in the state of Texas. And the fearless prediction on Chris Thompson right now is for the University of Texas. So uh, a- another guy in the state of Texas we have rated very highly. And I was looking around at some other rankings today before um, – you know, I submitted him as the recruit of the week. We picked him this week because you and I are going to be on vacation next week, and yes, he's we going will. to commit. He's going to commit before we come back. So I wanted to will. make sure that we uh, shine the light on his recruitment first. But he's not rated as high on some of these other services, and that kind of surprised me. It may be more of an NFL projection based around mm-hmm. his speed or potential uh, being a tweener. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think is what maybe some of the services may look at. But if you're talking about a guy who is one of the top high school football players in the state. And is going to be a great college football player. I think Chris Thompson's probably a guy that you're not going to miss on. He is Greg Powers. All sorts of good stuff at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Uh, follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Uh, Powers, uh, two weeks from now, let's do it again. Let's do it. There he is. Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete, our recruiting analyst here at Texas Football Today. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Next Level Athlete. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, blah. Follow him on Twitter at G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at Next Level D1. And of course, see his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. We do that every week, but we won't do it next week because we are both out of town. So how about that? Yeah. In your face. Man. All right. Uh, one last bit of business to, to go to. Uh, we have um, uh, Ishmael Johnson, our normal co-host on this show, has graciously given up his seat for a few moments so that we can be joined. He actually had to be dragged out of here. That's true. We can be joined for her exit interview with one of our esteemed summer interns. We are joined by Miss Cameron Worthy. Cameron, how are you? I'm great. Are you nervous? I was a little bit, but now I'm not. I'm good now. Oh, now you're good. Mm -hmm. Now you're in your element. Mm -hmm. So you are a student at what school? Texas A&M University. Are you supposed to whoop when you do that? I can't whoop yet. She's not old enough. I'm not oh, old enough. that's right. I have to be a junior. junior. You have to be a junior to whoop. Okay. And if you're not a junior, if you're a freshman or sophomore, and you whoop, then an older, then an upperclassman can make you 
do the amount of push-ups it is of your class year. So I would do 22 push-ups. You have to be an under upperclassman or have never gone there at all. to Yes. 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 Got it. Uh, because I, I was going to, well, you said the, cl the class, I was like, they're going to make you do 2,022 push-ups? My goodness. Yeah. No. Monsters. What are you <laughs> studying at uh, Texas A&M? Um, I'm a marketing major and a sports management minor. Okay. So what do you want to be when you grow up? I will want to do what you do, basically. I want to do You want to be a reporting. hack? No. I want to do <laughs> sports reporting. You want to do sports reporting? Yes. So, so you have spent the, um, you've spent the summer um doing the the dave campbell's texas football internship mostly manual labor i would say right eh, not, i mean there were some cool parts about it too so so what would you what would you tell people you have done this what'd you do over your summer vacation um well i got to travel with you guys right yeah. so i got to go to college station for seven on seven mm -hmm. and then i just we just got back from houston for a coaching school and mm -hmm. i did my first interview there mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool yes you interviewed jared sloan of rice consolidated yes uh how do you feel so we will have that up on the site here yeah. pretty soon oh, as well. yeah. um how do you feel like you did um i thought i, I honestly i thought i was going to do worse mm. but I, I really thought I did okay. There was just like one thing. I kept saying awesome after he answered every single question. I was like, okay, I need to not do that. But other than that, I thought I was going to mess up. Verbal crutches are real. Just I know. Yeah. It's it's like you don't even realize you're doing it. And mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, I need to not say anything. <laughs> right. So um, so you're going to go back to when do you go back to school? I go back to school August 2nd mm -hmm. because I'm doing a camp for incoming freshmen. I'm doing media for them. And. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll be there for about 13 days and then I come back for a week and then I move in. So now where are you from originally? I'm from Roy city, Texas, just outside of Rockwell. Go Bulldogs. Um, Bulldogs. and, um, so then what, what, like why sports media? Like, I mean, you, what, why sports media? So I guess when I was going into high school, I remember, trying to figure out what I wanted to, you have to pick these like career paths mm -hmm. to do in high school, um, these like pathways. And I remember like, I don't even know what I want to do. And I'm like in eighth grade, like stressing about it. Okay, whatever. But um, I, my parents were kind of like, well, you've always been like really big into sports. Like I was a huge Rangers fan when I was that age. Like I followed the Cowboys. I know. Also well, sorry we were that. good back then. So there was nothing to be sorry about, but Mm. Anyway, um, Rangers and then, were good back when she was a child, Greg. Yes, I know. Yes. And then <sighs> I was a big Aggie football fan because my mom went to A and M. So my parents were kind of like, "Hey, you really like sports? I mean, you should consider like trying to do something in sports, mm -hmm. like whether it be like marketing or sales or whatever it may be." And then when I got into high school, I started to I joined this like media team. Um, it was like our broadcast mm -hmm. group, and so we would produce like weekly or bi-weekly shows and I was like you know I can do these stories on like sports teams like the sports teams at our school so I was like I kind of enjoy that so then it kind of led me to decide where I wanted to go to school and I grew up in Aggie so I was like okay can I do this at A&M mm -hmm. and then I realized that you can work for the broadcast team at A&M and that's how I have my job now and I'm the outstanding working. broadcast team there it's yes. really really good 12 yes. main productions right yes it's really really good it's awesome like I love it I got hired as a freshman so that was kind of a big deal for me um, I was really excited I worked really hard to get it and um, I get to work alongside the SEC network and so yeah. it's kind of like a mini dream come true i guess so yeah. uh okay so now we, we we've entered the the exit interview portion of the the, the uh the, the podcast um okay 
What uh, would you say is your the highlight of your internship? Honestly, getting to do that interview. Like, yeah, yes. Like it was so much fun. And I realized I was like, I was super nervous beforehand, like right, like the seconds counting down to like pressing record. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to mess up. And then right when I was going to go, I just unclenched. Yes. Yeah. You just, yeah. You just relax. Um, well, and we also, Jared Sloan at Rice Consolidated is a great guy. Oh, we, yes. we specifically, you know, there Almost all Texas high school football coaches are, are great guys, but some are more difficult interviews than others. I know mm-hmm. Jared Sloan is a great interview. He's easy to work with, so I'm glad. Oh, that, he helped me out yes. so well. Um, so. Okay, what was your least favorite part of the internship? My least favorite part? I don't know. I enjoyed, <laughs> yes, yes. There were a few. You, yeah, you, did, you were responsible for like mailing magazines. Well, actually, I was out of town that week. So I oh got out. Gosh. I got off the hook for that one because all the interns were like, "Oh man, we gotta get all these magazines mailed out because mm-hmm. something bad happened." Or so I don't even know. They were just complaining, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And they're like, "You missed it. You were gone the whole week." And I was like, "Oh, thank goodness!" But I don't know. The heat at co- in College Station for seven on seven was pretty rough. And so you're choosing to spend two more years there, three more years there. I know. Right. But she's okay. not normally there in July. Yeah, I won't be there I guess in the summer that's true. that much. Well, not with that attitude. So. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, the most important question of any DTTF exit interview. It's a tradition unlike any other around here. Who is your least favorite member of the Dave Campbell's Texas football staff? Oh, my gosh. You're really going to make me do that? Um, Can we put a timer on this? I okay. Didn't, I wasn't prepared. Uh, <laughs> there is a correct answer to this. There's a correct answer to this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, you're not my least favorite. Oh, no. Well, okay. Well, then you're wrong. Like, the, the, Max, what is the correct answer to this answer? Favorite. What is the correct answer to this question? Uh, I guess it's you. I don't know. Right. I don't have a least favorite. I don't really mind you Y'all that are all my favorite. That's my answer. Oh. Uh, she copped okay. out. Smart. All right. Smart. So now we're going to step into <laughs> our, um, we're going to step into our podcast chambers. And so if you could cut her. Uh, headphones off go ahead and hit the button to cut her headphones okay off. Uh, yeah there's no button for got that. it okay yeah. <laughs> so then max yeah how do you feel that cameron has stacked up as an intern one of the best we've ever had okay Aww, so thank we were, y'all. yeah uh and and <laughs> is her uh, i thought you turned off her headphones I told you it's not a thing i can do what i will <laughs> what i will say is i think the best is yet to come for cameron uh Great. it is a brutal business i've told her this many times uh <laughs> so don't expect just because we're saying nice things for it to be easy it will suck a lot mm-hmm. but um the best is yet to come for cameron especially here because she is working on a mini documentary feature mm-hmm. that we will be viewing later today apparently a rough cut of it and uh, that will come out as our part of our season kickoff the week before uh, school starts and the season starts. Yes. So uh, she's been pretty awesome. Cameron has been one of our one of our very best interns, um, and and we've really enjoyed working with you. We appreciate all your hard work on behalf of Dave Campbell's Texas football, and and the door is always open to you except on weekends because the doors <laughs> are closed on weekends. Thanks but, for having um, me, guys. But yeah, we we've we've really appreciated you you being a part of the team, and and we're excited to see where you go next. Thank you all so much. And now we go to America's, uh, the Max Thompson for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. All of the questions By will the be way, directed at Cameron Worthy. That's right. Um, in the future, this is from Mizio Romero. In the future, if Cameron wins multiple Emmys, will she <laughs> give credit to the, quote, self-described hacks at DCTF? Ooh. If I remember to, yes. There we go. <laughs> 
I appreciate I appreciate your honesty. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, Miziel Romero asks, which FBS program is most likely to surpass their expectations, not necessarily in record, but potential versus performance? We go to Cameron Worthy. Um, good question. I don't know. I, I really do think, I mean, I really do think the Aggies are going to show out. What do you mean by year. show out? I mean, so like you, like I've, you know, looked into this and it's going to, we might not have the same amount of wins as we did last year, but I think we're going to be better. Like I, I think, think that's right. I think that's. I think it's. A, I, I think it's a yeah. actually a really good take. I yeah. really do. I I believe that we will improve, mm-hmm. especially with the second year with Jimbo, but our record might not show that. Right. So I mean, it's. I mean. Yeah, I know that's my school. I, no, I think that's. I, no, I, I think that's. I think that's actually. <laughs> I think that you know, if that were coming from me, I think I think people would would agree with that. Yeah. Well, no, not from me, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. That you know, even coming from an Aggie, I think that that's a fair point. Yeah. I know. I'm excited. There you go. Uh, Phil Vaney asks, is Shadow Creek versus Foster the best non-state potential playoff matchup we can see coming at this point? Cameron Worthy. Cameron Worthy. Can I go back to you? Can yeah, sure. Um, it's, it's close. <laughs> it's close. Uh, I'll, I'll also say that there's that, that there's a good chance that we see North Shore and Katie. Uh, that'll be an excellent matchup. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a few others that... You know, but but look, Lake, Shadow Creek Foster is going to be up there, and I will tell you that I spoke with both coaches, both Sean McDowell at Foster and uh, Brad Butler at Shadow Creek, and both are fair. Both have pretty much just said, "Yeah, we're planning on playing each other twice. Like we are pretty sure we're going to see each other twice." They're both, they're both, they're both ex- fired up about it. They're both excited about their yeah. seasons. Uh, our, our man Samuel De Leon, mm-hmm. did you steal? Any tortillas from from Spanish flowers? No, because we ate them out of house and home. Cameron Cameron Worthy was at uh, That's Spanish true. flowers. We go we go to Cameron, to Cameron Worthy. Worthy for her honest review of the restaurant that we can't stop talking about. Okay, so you actually hyped me up on this re- restaurant. You were like, "This is the best Mexican food ever," yep. and I was and I was thinking, "Okay, I have my expectations high, but whatever." So we go and we get you know Max orders us four bowls of queso and this fried cheese, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> and the tortillas come out and I was like these tortillas are the best tortillas I've ever had mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. They are so good. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're homemade. I mean, you can tell they're homemade. They're so They're so good. Yummy. Yeah. So, you would you would say did we overhype it? You can say slightly. Slightly, That's fine. just because. I, well, I think the problem was is that I was so full from the tortillas and <laughs> yeah. the chips and the queso and all that before I got my meal, and then I hardly even ate that any happens. of my fajitas. That right. happens. And yeah. I got these like specialty fajitas too with like this incredible shrimp, and I just didn't get to eat it all yeah. because I wasn't hungry enough. So. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Daniel Agnew goes. Tepper, how'd you do picking out coverages on the virtual reality thing? I will say this as the person <laughs> watching, shockingly well. So I was disappointed okay. that Tepper did not look worse. Yeah. I'll be okay. So it takes a while to get used to it, but I will. Say, I can't say this without sounding like a real dip. Um, <laughs> but so I asked them as we're walking over there, and I you mean, heard me. You, you will see this in the video. I was actually rolling when you said it. I said I have played a fair amount of Madden and I've played a fair amount of NCAA football. Is that going to help me at all? And they turned me like, Nah. nah. But I will be honest. I like just from a basic coverage reading perspective that the, the, the real basics, which is that you identify the safety and you read based on the safety, right? This is this is you know coverage reading 101. That knowing that basically prevented me from 
totally embarrassing myself. Now it's not good, uh, and I missed. I think I think we did four reps, and I think I missed two of them. Basically, yeah. I had made the wrong read on two of them. But they did say, you know what? We have seen worse. Yep. And that was the nicest That's thing that anybody for. has ever said you don't about wanna, me. You don't want to. You don't want to be the worst one. Phil Vaney asked how the college seminar was. Uh, look, it's awesome. It's cool that they get them all in one room. Yeah, it was really cool. And and uh, the the um, what we heard. So I was not there. Um, but what we heard was that. Um, First of all, they sat Jimbo and Tom Herman next to each other, which is delicious. Yeah. Uh, and then they also sat Matt Rule and Gary Patterson on opposite ends of one another, which is delicious. I don't think there's any bad blood between the two, but just just from a rivalry perspective. Apparently, um, big talk was straight line recruiting. Yeah. Big talk was that kind of stuff. Craig Way was EMC. And the what I kept hearing was that Dana Holgerson brought the house down. Yeah, well, that Dana Holgerson was just up there doing his, his stand up set, yeah. and that he was uh, that everyone thought that he was really funny, which is not surprising. Dana Holgerson's a really funny guy, yeah, and really smart too. So, yeah, that, that's what I heard. I was not there, unfortunately, um, but yes, I believe the line you brought from back was uh, they were each allotted one a one minute opening statement when they were yes. introduced, and Patterson, of course, went on for six minutes talking about God knows what all over the map. And Dana had to follow him and said something along the lines of, well, I guess I got to make up for time now since Gary won't shut up. Yeah, something like that, which is just perfect and very yeah. on brand for Dana Holgerson. So. Brent Homan asks, how many shirts did y'all get from coaches Holy for the cow. Swag Shrine? A lot. Guys, they came through in a big way. A lot. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing one, my Houston yeah. Lamar shirt. Yeah. Thanks. Got the come and take it on the sleeve. Yeah. Uh, that was great. Uh, we got a lot of shirts, didn't we, Cameron? You did. I saw so many of them They're, just in I have not. Bags, like I have grocery not, bags. <laughs> yeah, they're grocery bags full. I've not counted them all, but it's a lot. It's in the dozens, plural. And we will close on this from our friend Ember Keith. As we said, a because of the uh, Daryl Daly coincidence at coaching school, a, a a gem herself. She says to Cameron, "Wishing you so much success in the future. A girl who loves football is a rare diamond." Aww. How about that? That's so sweet. You got Thank the TFT you. people behind you. You can go pretty far. Yep. <laughs> that is going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Ishmael Johnson, Max Thompson, Greg Powers, and Cameron Worthy. I'm Greg Tepper. Cameron? Vince Young, come get your Player of the Year award. We will see you <laughs> tomorrow, maybe, on Texas Football Today.